Hey guys, what's going on? Steve Rajo here with the Bass Hang, and I'm bringing you another podcast. This podcast is actually going to feature the Bass Hang's Weekly 3 series, and this is Season 3 of the Weekly 3. And what makes Season 3 unique is that I actually used exclusively for the whole season, for all, I think, eight episodes, I used my iPhone 5 to shoot the video, and I used an Apogee Mic 96K for all of the audio. If you're unfamiliar or not familiar with the Apogee Mic 96K, it is a little microphone. Um, It's a substantial microphone about the size of an AKG 414, if you're familiar with that mic. It's very substantial, doesn't feel plastic or plastic E or cheap. It's actually, a, it feels like a really great mic. Um, it'll handle abuse. Um, so it, it's a microphone that connects up, has a few different ways to connect. It has a lightning cable connection. So it goes right into your iOS device, either your iPhone, your iPad. Uh, it also has USB, so it can go right into a computer and you can use it for miking vocals, for miking whatever you'd like. Uh, It also comes with an older, the older, um, I forget how many pin, the different pin connector connector cable that you used to use on um, iPhones and iPads. So uh, the way I used it was with lightning cable going right into my iPhone, iPhone 5 actually. And the great thing about the Mic 96K is that you can control your gain so you can actually use it to mic cabinets which i did to mic a room that has high spls um, or your voice such as i'm doing right now so it has a little gain control on the side of it that actually when you're in the green it has little color (laughs) color uh code so basically when you're in the green you're fine your your level is great when it starts going getting into the red then you should back off because you're probably overdriving the microphone and your input. So it's actually very, very, it works great. It actually takes place of whatever microphone is on your iPhone or your iPad. So you have a lot of control. Sounds great, super substantial. So again, I shot it with my iPhone 5 and the Apogee Mic 96K. And this was shot over, uh, I think, September uh, of 2014 of last year somewhere around there, September 2014. So uh, I hope you enjoy it. It's the Bass Hangs Weekly 3 series, and it's season three featuring um, iPhone 5 and the Mic 96K. Uh, If you like the podcast, please subscribe. Uh, The podcasts are on iTunes now, which is pretty rad. Uh, You can also go to thebasshang.com. You can download the podcast there or listen to them there. You can also go to thebasshang.com and actually watch the whole season three of the weekly three um, from there. So that's all on YouTube. So you can actually watch the videos as opposed to just listening to them. And um, if you have any questions, please email me at steve at thebasshang.com. I'll be glad to answer any questions. And um, like I said at in the previous podcast that I uh, where I put together the weekly three, there will be new ones coming up. But I, um, I just figured I'd put all the weekly three series up. So Yeah, sounded like fun. Wanted to see what it would sound like. So that's it. Again, just kind of experimenting and going for it. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And here is the Weekly 3, Season 3. Okay, goodbye.
Steve Araujo here with the bass hang and the weekly three is back. This is the first episode and I'm going to feature a, um, a bass, a Fender American made Tony Franklin signature. Um, but I'm shooting back to the weekly three really quick. Um, basically the weekly three is a very brief wrap up on gear and equipment that I uh, receive to either review or to just check out and I do a brief video on it or it's also, um, I use it for long-term reviews, either on strings or effects or something that, I'm, that I've am that i been using for a little while. Um, so I'll go ahead and just shoot kind of an update. So that's what the weekly three is. It's gonna be out, uh, there's gonna be around eight or nine episodes. Little editing, I just basically fly it into Final Cut and I'm just no edits, no cuts, just from turning on to turning off, that's it. So I just really want it to be quick and uh, just to bring you guys a weekly thing. So it's going to be every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific time is uh, when they'll be released on the good old YouTube and I'll post it on a few others. The different thing about the weekly three this time is that I'm shooting it entirely using my iPhone 5, which that's what I'm using right there as my camera. And I'm using the Apogee mic, the MIC 96K. You can see that there. So that's my little microphone. So. I'm kind of um, doing this to just experiment. And I wanna shoot all the episodes using this kind of technique because I think it's gonna be really useful for a lot of people out there that have iOS devices and they wanna do videos and they wanna capture really good audio. The um, Apogee Mic 96K is the answer. It connects up right to your iPhone. So basically right now what you're hearing right here, what you heard bass-wise and vocal-wise is that Apogee Mic, that's what's picking up the sound, my voice, the bass, and that's going straight into the video uh, recorder of my iPhone. So it automatically basically defaults to that when you plug it into the iPhone or your iPad. It also comes with a couple of connections, USB and the older um, iPad and iPhone connectors, so you can still use those. All right, so anyways, back to Tony Franklin. Bass is rad. This belongs to a friend of mine, uh, Paul Jolinu from PJJ Guitar. He was kind enough to lend it to me because I was interested in it. So it's a USA made fretless bass, no, uh, no markers on the fretboard. Um, I believe it's rosewood, it could be ebony, but um, has side markers, has a nice lacquer finished neck. It's really nice. Um, uh, I, I, would, I just got it a little bit ago and I've been messing with it. Like I said, it's not mine. Um, I would lower the action a little bit, but it's still really nice. He has it with DR Black Beauties, which I love. Um, stock pickups, so the very, different thing about this bass it's a pj so it has a precision bass pickup in the front in the uh neck position in the bridge position it has a jazz bass pickup so instead of having a volume volume tone or a volume blend for my pickups tony franklin likes the switch so this little switch so all the way forward is going to be the um, neck pickup 
know, it's like a P bass. It's basically a precision bass. In the middle position, it's going to be both pickups, PJ. So, a little more mid-range. Again, there's the front pickup. Whole lot of bottom. Both pickups. Alright, and then when I started the video, trying to play my little uh, Jocko-esque kind of piece, with the neck pickup. tell it definitely has a nice variety of tones I would personally have to get used to the switch because I'm so accustomed to volume volume or volume and then master blend that's what I think I should have said before I meant a blend switch so but it works it's really really great um, and then the two knobs you have master volume and then tone bass counterclockwise clockwise treble the other cool feature about the Tony Franklin signature um, bass by Fender is this. It has a detuner, hip shot detuner. So if I'm playing something in E, and I want to go to D, so that's an open D. So from E. take a little bit of tweaking and the string has to get used to it so anyways so that is the Tony Franklin signature um, bass by Fender it's made in the USA lacquer finish um, either rosewood or ebony fretboard I'll check it out I'll look it up and then uh, DR black beauties so hope you dig it and like I said this is episode one of the weekly three shot entirely on my iPhone 5 using the Apogee MIC 96k the Apogee mic 96k all right, till next time. See ya. Hey guys, Steve Rao here with the Bass Hang. This is your weekly three. So this is episode two of season three, and I'm briefly going to talk about each of the bases that I used for the intro and the outro. So first up, I used a 1977-78 Music Master by Fender. That's this bass right here, which is a very unique instrument to me because when they first came out, they actually came with a guitar pickup. So they would come with a Strat pickup. Uh, my friend modded this and it has an EMG active, an EMG 85 guitar pickup. So um, eventually I think what I'll do is maybe replace it with a, you know, some kind of, I don't know, either, either a Nordy or an Olgate pickup uh, that's kind of a Tele style, Tele bass style pickup. Um, and this one has a badass bridge. So I use this bass. It's super heavy. It probably weighs 11 pounds. It's an ash body um, with like a mini P bass neck. So that was the first bass. And I actually um, used a couple of pedals by Three Leaf Audio. The first one was this um, Your Doom pedal, the UR Doom pedal, very cool. Uh, dynamic harmonic distortion into the Proton pedal, which is an, env an envelope filter. So 
kind of gives me that uh, bass synth kind of Mogish kind of effect. So that's what I use there. That was the first bass that you'll hear. second bass that I used is a Marco TFL Marco bass um, another super unique incredible instrument that I love playing um, very conducive to slap it's a, it's modeled after a 70s style jazz bass so it's 34 and a half inch scale passive and it has 70s pickup spacing four inches um, so it's a passive bass just an incredible instrument that I just love playing and I'm very lucky to have to uh, actually play. And then the third bass is a 1990 Ken Smith BT-5. Could be a 5G, but not sure if it has a graphite strip in there, but it doesn't matter. Um, maple, flame maple, Macassar ebony, fretboard, five string, neck through. Just an amazing, amazing instrument that just has the most amazing low B string. And this is stock, active, uh, two-band EQ. So I hope you dig it. Um, I was when I was playing, uh, basically recording through the Apogee mic and the um, Mark bass head and a form factor 112 cabinet. So enjoy the basses. I know I did. See ya. Hey guys, what's going on? Steve Araujo here with the Bass Hang. This is your weekly three. 
I believe this is episode three of season three, so a whole lot of threes going on. I'm going to talk about a heavily modded Squire Affinity Jazz Bass. This right here. PJJ Guitar Garage, Paul Jolinu, uh, he um, modded this bass. It started off as a, an Affinity Squire Jazz Bass. The only thing left is basically the body, the Burgundy Mist Alder body, which to me the Burgundy Mist color is my favorite vintage color of all. I just, I don't know why I love it. I just like it. Um, so what he did, he um, changed the neck out. It's a fretless, all parts ebony neck, ebony fretboard, maple neck. Um, he changed out the hardware. It's um, all, sorry, not all parts. It's hip shot hardware. So the machine heads, tuning machines, and the bridge is hip shot. Uh, he used really nice high quality potentiometers and wiring and all that stuff. Uh, got a nice little fender neck plate, cool perloid pickguard, and some killer Kerry Nordstrand single coil pickups. I really like single coils. Even if I back off one, it's still not that noisy. I just, I'm not into noise canceling pickups. Don't like them. I like single coils. Um, so that's just me. Anyway, so it is a really great example of what you can do modding a really cheap bass. I think the Affinity Squires are the cheapest, least expensive fenders. And um, basically this bass is what it started out as and it's not even that. It's a pretty heavily modded, uh, really nice killer fretless. So let me go through some of the sounds. Basically um, two pickups, the, the two Nordstrand single coil pickups all the way up and the tone knob all the way up. Do a little slap thing. Jocko thing. Really does that, you know. It's got to practice my intonation. So, anyways, it's just a really great, great instrument now. Really, thank you for uh, watching, and I will see you next week. See ya. hang and this is your weekly three uh, sorry I had to take a couple of weeks off it's been a busy busy couple of weeks with gigs and all kinds of stuff so uh, the weekly three is back I am filming with my iPhone 5 and my Apogee mic and uh, this week 
I'm featuring very quickly here a Nordy VJ5, just an incredible instrument that is modeled after a 70s, a Fender 70s jazz bass. So it has the 70s pickup spacing, four inches, so it's a little bit closer to the bridge. It also features, uh, carries um, custom wound pickups that are more wound um, to sound like 70s pickups. Um, this bass is incredible. It is a swamp ash body. There you go, Swamp Ash. It is a, uh, it has a maple neck, one piece maple neck, little skunk stripe on the back, and it has these just beautiful perloid block inlays, um, binding, white binding, and it has his three band EQ. So let me go over <laughs> these controls. There's a lot of stuff here. So this is active with everything straight up, basically flat. That's that low B. Super reminiscent of a 70s jazz bass on steroids. Um, so that's everything turned up. So the way that he has the controls wired is there's a stack knob right here. It's master volume, and then there's a passive tone. So that's the tone all the way up. If I roll off a little bit, a little bit more, mellows out that ash maple combo, um, which to me isn't that harsh anyways. So um, anyways, master volume, and then we have our passive tone, and then we have our panning knob. So. Straight in the middle here is going to be both pickups. If I turn it up clockwise. That's going to be the front pickup. If I turn it back. That's going to be the back pickup. So that very Jocko-ish kind of thing. Alright, then we have three knobs in the back. We have this right here that's our mid-range boost and cut. That's boosted, the mid-range, then uh, mid-range cut a little bit. So it kind of cuts it, so if you're wanting to do some slap stuff and there's too much mid-range, that might work. Um, it's also a push-pull knob, so it goes from active to passive. So here's active. So it loses a little gain, but that's okay. There's a gain knob on the preamp, so you can actually match them. But I actually wanted to hit my amp a little harder with it when it's on active. So I actually, I boosted the preamp a little bit. So it's a little boosted, but... Um, the passive just sounds killer. All you have to do is raise your gain on your amp or when you're recording. The other cool thing is that the passive tone stack works. While you're in passive. So there's a passive tone. All the way up. Down a little bit. All the way down.
that's super versatile. Um, all right, so let's go active again. And then there's a uh, stack knob in the very back, which is basically your bass. So there's flat. So that's just a real quick um, overview on this bass. It is, it's an incredible bass. It has all the bells and whistles, and I cannot tell you how impeccably built and put together the bass is and feels. I mean, it's um, it's a study in workmanship. It's definitely functional art, and everything from the finish to the fit and finish of the neck pocket, to the way the neck feels. Um, if you can see the profile there. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. It's definitely an incredible work of art, and Kerry Nordstrand and his team are just incredible. Um, again, this is a VJ5, and it's a super 1970s version um, of a V8. Well, let me put it this way. If Fender made five strings back in the 70s, this would probably be it right here. And then again, with just souped up superpowers right here. So uh, it's just an incredible, um, incredible bass. So it's a 1970s um, VJ5, I should say. So, uh, oh, and I should say this, that the, um, the pickup covers, those are kind of custom. These are Nordstrand pickups. So these are just the covers. Steve Rao here with the Bass Hang, and this is your weekly three. I think this is episode five of season three. Haven't been here in a while, but uh, I'm back, uh, and I still owe you guys about four episodes. So here goes. Um, up is a short scale Music Man, or sorry, not a Music Man, a Fender Music Master. About a 1977-1978 bass. That's this sucker right here. I've never been into these basses, but this bass is badass. Um, they originally came with a guitar pickup, and my friend Howard Allgate of Allgate Instruments actually made this pickup. He had the cover, and it's got a little mini P-Bass pickup in underneath here, uh, and I have the picture up at the beginning of the video. So that is the pickup that is under here. Again, Allgate Instruments. That's a good friend of mine. Um, and it's just basic. It's volume, tone, pickup, and that's about it. Just a badass little 30-inch scale bass. Um, and they came out, 
they were basically um, Fender's alternative, less expensive version of the Mustang. So they just took cheapo parts back in the day and threw this together. And it's an ash body, super heavy. It's probably 12 pounds or so. I could use it as a weapon. It's just insane. The, the finish was taken off. It used to be white, I believe. Um, everything is original except for the pick guard, the pickup, and the tone knob. So, uh, and the badass bridge. So that's it. It is a pretty badass bass, as you can hear. Very tubby. So that's the tone all the way up. Tone halfway. Tone all the way down. So it's just... Like a tuba. And then halfway. Super fun bass to play, and uh, it is strung up with DR short scale strings, of course DR, so that's what I use, but I think eventually I'll probably put on some, um, some nice flat wounds. So that's it guys, hope you enjoyed it, 77-1978 Fender Music Master short scale, go get yourself one, they are all over the place. Alright guys, see you next time, bye. Hey guys, Steve Araujo here with the Bass Hang, and this is your weekly three. I think this is episode five or six. I'm not sure, but I'll put it up um, at the intro. Uh, so for this week, uh, doing something a little bit different. Um, definitely using my Apogee mic 96K and my iPhone 5 to shoot the video and to record the video. And I'm going to feature this little orange Terror Bass head. I'm playing that through my Form Factor 112, and I'm using my Nordy VJ5 in passive mode. So this is a very 70s bass. Um, again, 70s pickup spacing, 70s winding, and passive. So uh, I went right into my um, TC Ditto Looper, recorded a bass line that's finger style and then a slap style line, and went into my orange head and just tweaked with the, um, the treble, mid, and bass controls just to kind of show you guys um, what kind of EQing it does. Uh, or it has on board. It's a great little head, 500 watts, um, switchable impedance, so 500 watts at 4 ohms and 500 watts at 8 ohms. Uh, has a little uh, pad, and for me, the EQ section is very subtle but usable, so it's not as active as my GK or my Little Mark, but it is very, very cool, very warm sounding, and I just wanted to kind of shoot a little video. So uh, that's it. Weekly 3, Orange Terror Bass Head, Form Factor 112 Cab, and the Nordy VJ5 in passive. So, till next week, we'll see ya. Bye.
Hey guys, what's going on? It's Steve Araujo here with The Bass Hang, and this is your weekly three. This is actually um, the second to the last episode of season three. So we've made it, still recording with my Apogee mic, 96K, and my iPhone 5. Uh, this week, bring you a couple of things, um, but bringing you this. It's a Sterling by Music Man, Ray 34CA fretless. So. Rad, rad little bass, uh, made in Indonesia, overseas, um, kind of like the Squires, uh, along that line, along the line of the tributes by GNL. Sterling by Music Man has been doing um, these basses for a little bit, a few years, and I actually had some a few years ago to demo, and I love them. So I'm gonna put those links up there, but they finally came out with this, a fretless version of a um, an old school Stingray. So it's only two band EQ, so you've got bass boost and treble boost and master volume and input jack. So it's super, super reminiscent of the original Music Man Stingrays with the two-band EQ. And the EQ is ridiculously powerful. That's the bass and bass kind of all the way up and treble almost all the way up. Here's down. And then all the way up and the treble almost all the way up. Just a great, great little bass for not that much. I think their street price around maybe 700 or so. so. So if you want to get your inner Pinot Palladino on for a really expensive price, it's this right here. It also has a battery, so it runs on, it has the um, Music Man preamp, and it's got a six bolt little um, neck plate here. So constructed really well, it's a rosewood lined fingerboard maple neck, and it's a swamp, well not swamp ash, sorry, it's just an ash body. I don't know if it's swamp ash, I don't even know the real difference, it's an ash body. So. It is a very killer, killer bass. Second item I want to talk about are Analysis Plus cables. Boom. These right here. I was given a couple to try out. I was given the one that I'm playing right now. This one, this is the Black Oval. And then I was also given the Chocolate, which is this right here. So the Chocolate is one step up from the Black Oval. And to tell you the truth, I like the Black Oval better. The Black Oval is a little thicker. Um, and here is the chocolate. It's a little thinner and the black oval is very pliable. So it feels really good and it wraps up nice and easy too. So for me and my taste, my personal opinion, I like the black oval better than the one higher above. And they are both super comparable, comparable Sorry, when it comes to tone. Um, they're very neutral with maybe a slight, slight little mid-range bump, but not really. They're really... They're really super neutral and they actually sound pretty similar. I'll do a test one of these days where I go right into my Apogee duet and you know really kind of nitpick on the tone, but for me, either one are good. And to tell you the truth, I still swear by 
my my Mogami cables, the Mogami Gold, I think they are. I love those cables. They're great. They're super comparable to these. So it's just one of those things. Um, you just got to try them, see if you like them. I definitely think that I'll probably be getting a couple of the Black Oval by Analysis Plus because I do like them. Uh, that's it for the Weekly 3. I hope you enjoy it. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>going on steve araujo here with the bass hang and this is the last episode of the weekly three season three all shot with my iphone 5 and my apogee mic 96k uh for this last episode i'm going to feature two things um a marco pj bass and also some dr flat wound strings so this is the marco five string pj that i've been kind of posting some pictures on um i've been playing it it is an awesome bass he makes all his own Stuff so basically he made the body he made the neck uh, and the pickups so it's an alder body just gorgeous he actually did accommodate or make a route for a pre a battery just in case I want to put a preamp in someday but I'm not going to this is all passive so it's his passive neo pickups P and J uh, and then it is a maple fretboard uh, with a maple neck um, and it is lacquer finished all throughout so um, even the fingerboards finished I've never had a bass that has that um, doesn't bother me at all just gives it a great great snap and um, you'll hear it on the recording so uh, hip shot hardware just gorgeous hip shot hardware really just a great great instrument it's lightweight um, very reminiscent of an old-school P bass to me I've been gigging it um, I'm playing it at gigs that uh, I'm using an amp and I use in-ears and in all of them it just has that old school thud. Um, I really like the bass, he's doing great and I think the more he does the better they'll get but this is just a great instrument. Um, and it's set up volume, front pickup, volume for the bridge and then tone. So volume, volume, tone. So anyways, I hope you like the sound clips.
right, guys. So second thing I want to talk about on the weekly three, this last episode, is um, some DR strings. You guys know I'm a huge advocate, huge fan of DR strings. Always have been, always will be. Um, so I've never tried their flat wound strings. And to tell you the truth, personally, I am not a flat wound guy. I like brightness. I, I like round wounds, man. Something about them. Um, but I will tell you that I do like... <laughs> the DR Legends. And I have played other Flatwounds before. So these are their versions. These are the DR Legends. The last Flatwounds that I've tried, and I've tried a couple of sets, I think the most popular ones, I've tried the D um, Diodario Chromes, and then I've tried, I believe, the Labellas. Um, so from what I remember, Flatwounds are super bright. Um, the Diodario Chromes are very bright for them being Flatwounds. These strings... And I have them, so again, DR Legends, five string. I have them set up on this Squire that has all the eight pickups. It's just a great killer sounding utility base. Um, I've used it for a lot of recordings, but I put the flat ones on this. And as you'll hear, they are just thuddy. It very, just reminds me of some strings that have been on forever. <laughs> um, but they still do have life and they still do have definition. Um, I do like the way they feel and they uh, they play great. They Tension-wise, they feel like a normal tension string. They don't strike me as anything different or weird. They just feel like they're regular strings that are flat. That's it. So they sound nice and thuddy. Um, the low B is just this big force to be reckoned with, at least on this bass. Um, I really like it. So anyways, I did some recording, so I hope you enjoy it. Uh, again, I've had a blast doing this season of the Weekly 3, kind of experimenting and learning a lot about the Apogee mic and recording with my iPhone. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy it and uh, enjoy the recording and we'll see you next season. Bye.